Hi, this is Heidi and welcome to Prompt Help Podcast, where each and every week we chat with health experts in medical, holistic, allied health and wellness as they share their wisdom. We believe everyone's journey in health and wellness should be personalized for them, as one size does not fit all. This journey to the healthier you can begin right now. Welcome back to another episode of Prompt Health and thank you for listening today. Hope you're all finding transitioning into fall and kids going back to school okay and keeping safe with all the smokes around us lately. We talked about mental health and kids last week as they were prepping to go back to school. While we're talking about kids, we decided to switch to positive body image. Why in kids? Well, they have all been home for months and maybe more screen time than before for some. And believe it or not, they're affected more than ever by social media and their appearances. Also, our behavior as parents has huge impact on them. Some of us have spent more time than ever at home and might have fallen out of our normal routine. So we might sometimes make comments about our weight and things are not going like before COVID. We talked about the diet culture in our Instagram this past week and how it's so dysfunctional. Well, we have news for you. The billion dollar diet industry doesn't want you to know that diets don't actually work and they're not sustainable. If they did, there wouldn't be a revolving door of new diets every day. About 95% of people regain the weight they put on through dieting. And really, what are we teaching our kids by dieting? They don't have to go through the weight roller coaster and deserve to live a diet-free life. We can teach them more healthy lifestyle that's maintainable long-term. We can teach them how to have balanced eating how exercise is good for our overall physical and mental well-being. So we thought it would be awesome to find an expert to educate us as parents and help us to really foster healthy body image for kids. We were fortunate to connect with Jen Messina. We found her on her fun and inspiring Instagram at Jen the Dietitian and asked her to join us to talk to us She's a registered dietitian and mom of two, working with women who are really ready to give up the cycle of dieting and helps parents learn skills to feed their kids in a way that promotes a healthy relationship with food and their bodies. All right, so without further ado, let's get started with Jen Messina. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Welcome, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, for having me here. I'm really excited to be part of this discussion today. Awesome. So we've been reading your nutrition content you put out and we find them super interesting and informative. Um, we wanted to talk to you today about body positive kids and how to raise a generation comfortable in their skin and living a life uh, diet free. Um, So um, there are some things we wanted to talk to you about, and um, let's get started with what is um, body positive parenting? Yeah, so I think this is kind of uh, one of the kind of foundational pieces to, to know about. So body positive parenting is a philosophy 
which uses the family unit to um, help support self-esteem in kids and positive body image and also helps them to develop resilience against messages that they may receive in the media or in the schoolyard um, to help support them in feeling good in their body. So it's evidence-based. Um, I didn't invent the kind of the term, um, but um, it's definitely a philosophy which I strongly believe in. And I think that we as parents can really um, have a lot of an impact in, in our kids and how they end up feeling about their bodies moving forward in life. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm a parent myself and, and I know you are. And um, how um, early do you think kids um, start becoming more aware of body image and some of the conversations that might be happening? So, I mean, when we look at the research, it says children as young as three and four um, start to notice the differences in body sizes. And there's been actually some really interesting research that looks at kids' preference. They ask questions like, who would you rather have at your birthday party or who's a nicer friend? And even from that young age, children are choosing um, bodies that are thinner compared to bigger bodies in terms of who they would prefer to have at some of these um, special events. So I think we can really start young, really as young as possible. But the other kind of piece is that parents that have older kids, like say you have like a 12 year old or a 14 year old, it doesn't mean that just because you've passed that kind of young age that you don't, you can't start now. So really it's wherever you, however, wherever your kids are at, you can start, you know, as young as, you know, two, um, but you can also continue the discussion um, you know, into their teens and beyond. Absolutely. And with social media being so big, um, and kids being on TikTok and all kinds of different social media channels, it's, 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 it's tough. So it's uh, important to start that early. Do you find it's more so in girls than boys? What does the research say? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is still more of a problem with, um, with young girls. Um, but we are seeing, you know, like if you look at, say, you know, seven and eight year olds, 50% of them say that they want to have a thinner body in girls, but only a third of them. So about 30% of boys. Um, so I think it is, you know, we mostly think of it in, in young girls and women, but it actually, the kind of gender ideals and stereotypes around like ideal body image is reinforced in boys as well. When we look at you know, how muscular some of the action figures are and how that's changed over the past 30 years. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't think we we can say, oh, our boys are totally fine. We don't have to worry about them. It's just slightly different things that I think are affecting them. Of course. And what would you say um, are some of the biggest mistakes parents make when they're uh, feeding their kids? I think one of the biggest things is that um, we as parents, like we really try to control what food they eat, where they eat it. We try and control how much they eat. Um, so we've got kids that are kind of an, maybe more on the restricting side saying things like, you know, are you sure you need an extra serving of pasta? Um, or, you know, you don't need to be eating that or whatnot. And then on the flip side, we have children who are in smaller bodies who are being kind of, I've had families like literally chase their kids around trying to like get in that extra bite um, of food. So I think 
Um, children are born with an innate sense of exactly how much they need to grow in a way that's right for them. So body sizes, you know, you have some children on the growth curve that are at the first percentile and you have some children that are at the hundredth percentile and everything in between is normal. So they have a genetic body blueprint that's right for them. Um, so as little interference as we can as we can do as parents, our jobs as parents, I really, you know, look towards the Ellen Satter's division of responsibility, which is saying that parents are responsible for providing the food, providing, you know, a supportive environment for eating and deciding the times of meals. And that's it. So once your meal hits the table, like your job is done, you don't need to encourage, bribe, pressure, you know, cheerlead, anything like that. And kids are really responsible for deciding of the foods you provide, how much of those foods are they going to eat? Which of them are they going to eat? And are they going to eat anything at all? So you're going to have some days where, you know, like last week, I got a phone call from my daycare telling me that my son wasn't eating very much and they were very concerned. And I really told them, you know, he knows how much his body needs. So you just need to lay out the food for him. And then I, I don't encourage them to, you know, uh, ask him to have more bites of anything. And then this week he's eating more than my husband. So mm-hmm. I think it's very normal that that like ebb and flow of for kids intake. So, um, you know, as much as possible, I think really try to let your kids decide how much they want to eat um, and try not to interfere. And then the other piece is that, you know, parents are responsible for setting boundaries around eating because I have, you know, families that will say, well, he won't come to the table. You know, he won't even sit at the table. So, uh, or, you know, he takes one bite and then he says he's done. And so in that situation, I'd be looking at, well, what's going on earlier in the day? So parents' job is really to set the um, expectations around meal timing. So not letting kids, kids graze all day and not letting them have snacks right before meals. Um, you know, meals in general, we want them to have nothing to eat about two hours before mealtime. So, you know, if dinner's at six, then, you know, they come home from school, they have a snack. And then at four o'clock, like the kitchen's closed, we say they can have water, but nothing else to eat. Um, Because then that sabotages the next meal, because they're not going to be that hungry for that meal, then. Great reminders. So true. And when they're hungry, they eat. (laughs) Exactly. And if you give them like a a chance to have some, uh, you know, some time without food, they will, they will eat. Um, And so I think, you know, parents are so worried that they're not going to get like their nutrients or they're going to miss, you know, out on protein or whatever it is. But really, it's like over a two week period that we see like that's how how when I look at like intake for kids, I'll look over two weeks, um, not over two days or, you know, definitely not two hours. You know, it's so if intake is is usually averaging over the two week cycle. Mm hmm. That those are very good points. How can parents uh, best support their kids to feel good about um, what they eat and their bodies? So I think like this really comes down to um, starting with ourselves. So one of the most important things is to um, not talk negatively about yourself. So try not to say things like, oh, I can't wear shorts or, you know, my my legs are too fat or I have cellulite or I can't eat that because I'm going to gain weight. So really try not to talk about either your body or food in a demonizing way, because that really sets the tone for kids to think like if we all think of our own parents, how our, you know, our parents talked about food. I know my mom was, was a dieter all her life. And I, some of the things that stick with me are some of her comments, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to drink any calorie containing beverages. I'd rather eat my calories than drink them or, 
you know, some of those really like those things stay with you for, for a lifetime. So I think really trying to um, not talk negatively about your body, um, focusing on what your body can do in terms of function. So rather than talking about um, appearance, really focusing on like how strong your legs are or how you've got great eyesight or how amazing it is that your body can heal. So focusing on function and similarly around kids, not, you know, even in a, in a light teasing way, like we don't want to be commenting on their body, either positive or negative. So obviously, you know, negative is more easily, you know, we, you know, we don't want you to say like, oh, hey, like you're gaining tons of weight, um, but also positive reinforcement, saying things like you're so adorable or you're so cute or look at your muscles because again that's reinforcing that the most important thing about that child is what they look like so when we're complimenting them using non-appearance compliments so you know you're such a great friend or you you know I love how you shared today or you know you're such a smart little you know whatever like you can go on and on different things but I think um, really try to focus on non-appearance based compliments um, and then when you're talking about food not demonizing foods, their foods either. So, you know, if, you know, talking about even junk food or, you know, that's garbage or things like that, that tells them that like they can internalize those messages around food. Then if I like, you know, quote unquote, bad food, am I bad? Um, or, you know, if I'm putting garbage in my body, does that make me like a bad person? So um, we really don't want them to feel guilt and shame around food because that ends up leading to secretive eating um, and all sorts of other problems kind of down the road. Of course, it's, it's amazing how closely they watch us and uh, super important as parents, how what we say and how we act and uh, they just copy us. Mm -hmm. Good and bad, right? Like I, I hear parroting some of my, like they'll be like scolding their dolls, right? The same way. <laughs> So I think they are listening. Similar though, I think like parents, like if we have made mistakes along the way, like if you have kind of teasingly made fun of your child or, you know, doesn't mean that, you know, all is lost. I think it just means that, you know, especially for older kids, it might be having a discussion that, you know, you've learned new things. You know, I think we have this as parents, sometimes we feel like we can't apologize, like, because it makes us look, you know, like we don't know what we're doing, but sometimes literally we don't know what we're doing. So, um, you know, I think having those discussions with the older kids and saying, you know, I've learned some new things, things are, you know, I want to change things that we're doing around the house. You know, I've made some mistakes, um, you know, moving forward, we're not going to be talking about, you know, our house is going to be, you know, a body uh, comment free zone. Like we're not going to be talking about anyone's body unless we're talking about function. Um, you know, we're not going to be you know, you know, you can have that discussion with them about what you are going to be changing. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's, that's a great point. Um, Jen, I know you have a course coming up um, on body positive kids. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I mean, I've had so much interest with parents um, on body positive parenting. Um, but the challenge is trying to figure out how to put this into practice. Like, what does it look like tomorrow? Like, what activities can I do to help support my kids, you know, feeling good in their body and feeling good about the foods that they're eating. So um, a colleague of mine, Jillian, um, she's a certified personal trainer. Um, but she's also a health at every size. Um, uh, she believes in health at every size. And also, she's a certified intuitive eating counselor. So she and I see very kind of eye to eye in terms of our philosophies around, um, you know, that 
that weight doesn't necessarily equal health, um, that, you know, you know, parents can do many different things in order to support their kids. So the Body Positive Parenting course is six sessions. Um, it's going to be 75 minutes long and it's launching in October. And so parents who are really looking for, um, you know, the nuts and bolts, like that, what does the research say? Um, but also how can I use that? And, and what are the practical applications that I can start doing with my family to make a change? Um, we've had some amazing feedback and parents um, really feeling like, having us both, you know, through the course, but also there's the online Facebook community, um, which is exclusive to just the, the parents that are in the course. Um, the questions that come out of that and parents helping each other and supporting each other going through the same the same thing. Um, it's been really, it's been really heartwarming. And so um, this is kind of my passion project realized um, because I obviously have children. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old who my goal for them is to live a diet-free life and to never diet and to feel comfortable in their in their body so if that's something that's of interest to you as well and if your child is you know if you know that they're uncomfortable in the way that their body looks um, or if they're being picked on or bullied all of this is strategies for parents to help their kids so your kids don't aren't going to be in the course but it's for you to kind of have some tools and strategies to work through um, how to navigate this world that's increasingly more and more appearance focused hundred percent agree and um looking personally forward to learning more about that that's amazing mm-hmm. um and we always uh like to finish these conversations with some tips and takeaways so if you can leave us with one takeaway from our conversation today what would that be i think one thing i would encourage parents to do is to talk positively about your own body um you know, this is kind of taking it a step further than we talked about, like not negatively commenting on your body. But in fact, we see the research pointing to children doing the best when specifically moms talk about how satisfied they are with their body or certain parts of their body that they like. Um, So that could be things like, um, you know, talking about how strong your legs are, how fast you can run or how you're so glad that you have the energy to keep up with them on the bike. Um, It could be things like, um, you know, your arms are, you know, you're, you're so capable to like lift them or whatever it is that you can think of that's positive. Even we were talking about examples of like, Things, you know, some people don't feel comfortable in their body. So it's hard for them to say, you know, look at how cute my bum is, but, you know, which I wouldn't necessarily say is the top thing. But Mm -hmm. parents are still, this is a work in progress for a lot of us. So I think finding something that's amazing about your body, that your body can do or has done, um, and then talk about that. And, and, you know, my kids sometimes will touch my belly and say like, why does your tummy look like that? Um, and so instead of saying like, oh, don't look at my stomach, it's disgusting. You know, I'll say, isn't it remarkable how I grew you for almost a whole year in my body from scratch? Like you were just like a poppy seed and I grew you, you know, so talking about how amazing your body is, that's actually the most valuable for kids um, to realize how amazing their own body is. Great reminder. I love that. And can you tell the audience where can people find you? Yeah. So if you're um, on Instagram, I'm at Jen, the dietitian, and that's Jen with two N's. Um, And then I'm also uh, on my website, which is um, www.jenmessina.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, 
I'm under North Vancouver Dietitian. And um, I would say I'm probably most active on Instagram. Um, I have a lot of fun creating, um, you know, things for parents and um, my main kind of the people that I mainly work with, I work with, I do a lot of one on one counseling. So I mostly work with parents, moms, families and kids, um, helping them to support kids to, you know, love all foods. So kind of move away from picky eating. And then of course, feeling good in their own body. So for kids, and then for moms, I often talk about breaking up with dieting. So if you're ready to kind of put all the diets on, you know, put all the diets away, like, you know, all the new ones that are out now, like intermittent fasting and keto, if you're ready to kind of take a break from those, and you want to do some learn a little bit more about how to um, eat in a way that is sustainable and that you can actually, um, you know, have a slice of cake on your birthday and have a glass of wine on the weekends, that kind of thing. Um, then definitely uh, email me. Um, I'm on, like I said, I'm on online. So just find me there and I would love to connect with you. And I offer 15 minute free calls for anyone who has questions. Awesome. Thank you so much. This was super informative. Um, really enjoyed talking to you and uh, thanks for joining us again today. Great. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to listening to all your um, amazing podcasts. There it was. Hope you found this conversation helpful. We are our kids' first teachers and have the opportunity to help them develop a positive relationship with their bodies to remind them every day how amazing, awesome, and strong they are and to celebrate whatever shape and size we come in. But here's the thing, having a kid with a positive body image starts with us. Have you ever caught yourself making comments about things you might not like about you, your appearance, or how you should watch what you eat? Well, it's okay if you have, we're all humans. But now that we're talking about this and hopefully have more awareness, how are you going to approach it next time? You've been listening to Prompt Health Podcast. You can follow Prompt Health on Instagram, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you've been listening to this right now and subscribe for free if you like listening to episodes like this. We would love to hear from you and your rating and reviews would mean a world to us. You can find similar episodes every Sunday. Until next time. Thank you.